Tipping at Apple stores? Tunnels under Las Vegas? Orbital delivery? This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices16 and use code MacVoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This Mac Voices live panel wraps up the session with their thoughts on a union demand of tips being allowed in the Apple Store, And we talk about the activities of two of Elon Musk's other companies. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Mm -hmm. We've got a couple other happily smaller things, I think, to get to. Um, This one treads dangerously close to politics. So we're going to walk right up to the line. We're not going to cross it. We're not going to step on it. Um, and that is the, this idea that Apple Store customers could be asked to tip employees if the unionized stores get their way. Anybody have any feelings about this? Is this, would you find this an acceptable thing? Would you no. want to do it? No. Absolutely not. Tell me how you really feel, Webb. Um, you know, you know, uh, tipping or the word tip is an abbreviation to ensure promptness. And it's generally, like I said, used in, in a uh, uh, more of a restaurant setting. Um, uh, you get good service at a restaurant, you, you reward your, your server for that. Um, let, let, let's, you know, it, it's not tipping. This is a gratuity. Um, and uh, it, it was very interesting. I was looking at uh, of our, our encyclopedia for everything, Wikipedia, and what they talked about uh, gratuities before. Uh, and it was very interesting. Um uh, they 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 gave a study um, as an example of uh, um, an attractive person would get tipped more than a less attractive person. It, it, they were talking about the discriminatory nature uh, of of uh, offering a gratuity, which I thought was interesting. Um, I, I Apple will never do this. I I think I read here again. I think it was in uh, uh, Dan Morin maybe said it. Uh, this is a bargaining ploy. Um, uh, they, they put it out there knowing that they were never going to get it, but they can say that they backed off of it. Uh, so showing the union that we're, we're great guys. So we, we don't insist on everything that we ask for. So I, I think it's a bad idea. And I, like I said, I don't think Apple would ever uh, move to, to allow uh, gratuities uh, um, in an Apple store or then they'd have to start pooling them uh, to to all the employees. And how do you distribute those? It it it'd be just a big it'd be a big mess. So yeah, I don't. I think it's a bad idea, and I think everybody knows it. Eric, yeah, it's it's a terrible idea. I I I would look at it as uh, all of the problems of uh, I, I would consider it a bribe. Yeah, you go into my Apple store, you're talking to an, an Apple genius about some problem. That person 
or their manager can determine whether or not your device gets replaced under Apple Care or not replaced under Apple Care. And oh yeah, here's this tip for the tip jar. Yeah, yeah, we'll replace that. No problem. I mean, I see all kinds of issues with it. Um, I have no problem with a union going in, negotiating, getting higher salaries uh, for all of the workers, better conditions, whatever. Um, and and I would hope that Apple would provide that. But I expect the Apple store to pay their employees enough that tipping wouldn't be a required component. I, I just think it's it's too dangerous and would lead to too many problems where it get it would get abused even unintentionally. So both of you have kind of alluded to the idea that this would be quote unquote required. And and I and first of all, I agree with both of you. I, I hate this idea. But how do you require somebody to tip? You got tipping you... as uh as an expected part of your business. Now yeah, it's required. Well, That's the Bahamas. The Bahamas has mandatory tipping. It's just added on to to any bill that you have in it uh in the Bahamas. So it, there are other countries that do it. On the other hand, uh I've a long time ago, I got to go to Japan as a guest of uh, Matsusta or Panasonic, as we know them. Um, and uh, I had a problem in the in the hotel getting a computer to connect. Uh, a gentleman came up to the room and, and gave me a cable, and I tried to slip, you know, give him a tip. They wouldn't take it. It's against their culture. So there's also a cultural aspect of this that that uh, would be interesting. Now we're only talking about uh, Apple Store. In the United States, so so it's very limited in what they're doing, but uh, it, it it's there's a cultural aspect to this that I think would also need to be addressed as well. well and isn't it just one Apple Store? Yeah, so far, so far, and there's only one union, right? So if they get this, it would it go throughout the rest of the union. So yeah. I, don't, I'm, I mean, they're I not going to get it. Nope. Well, I wouldn't think so either. And and Webb's comment about it being a negotiating tactic, you know, yeah, by all means, ask for something that you fully intend not to get, don't really want, don't expect to get, so you can give it up. I, I don't know. It's just, this just felt so wrong in so many ways. Eric, your point about doing a bribe. I mean, I've I've gone into Apple stores and I've gotten terrific service. I've gone into Apple stores and had, I've never had terrible service. I've had fair service at worst, but they've always, they've always been competent and so well-trained. And I, in, in the, in the waitress waiter industry, in the dining industry, I think it makes a certain amount of sense because it's, it's, it has become the way it is, but this just would feel very strange to me. And right now, is there is there anything preventing? I mean, I've never done it, but is there anything preventing from someone who sat there and helped you work through a problem with you handing them a $5, $10 bill and saying, hey, thank you for the time? Is, is that I'm assuming not, there's a company policy against that. I don't know, Jeff. But I don't so. know. Yeah. It's, it's not something I've ever is. considered. But I, I I got the impression that what these people, this union was asking for was like basically like it would be put into the app. You know, like, you know, with Uber, you can just say add a tip. 
which is a, a, another reason why I think it's not going to happen because Apple's not going to do that for one store. They're not going to change their whole systems. Yeah. Brian? I think one of the unintended consequences too might be the idea that um, some folks who would otherwise show up to the store and make their purchases, be able to talk to experts, um, be able to see the, the wide gambit of all the different options they can purchase and even and try them out in store uh, would instead uh, possibly feel um, persuaded to make their purchase online without having seen the product, uh, use the product and, and so forth. Um, possibly leading to more um, poor purchasing decisions um, for those who don't, who may feel that, you know, they don't, they don't want a tip. They don't want to be asked about it. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it works, but I don't think this one will ever see the light of day. And the last thing you want to do is put people in an uncomfortable position in in a store especially in a store where they're going to be spending a lot of money and and that whole concept of well do i tip do i not tip how much do i tip it's a weird set of rules and it's not like a meal that's you know twenty dollars or a hundred dollars you're talking about thousands of dollars and then and then you know what are the tipping rules for that who knows i i think it's it's just it's an, an uncomfortable position that could lead to all kinds of other difficulties and it will be avoided. Jeff. And well, how much time do we have? No. Um, okay. So this, of course I I'm with all of you. This is a bad idea. Um, and uh, and and my feeling is, if tipping is necessary, then there's another systemic problem we need to be looking at, which is how much people are being paid, and uh, and uh, and a look at the restaurant industry as an example. They have very successfully, for an incredibly long time, managed to to uh, to make it totally acceptable to pay people below poverty wages. And uh, and then expect customers to just supplement that income. So if I go into an Apple store and I'm now expected to tip on the service that I get, do I need to start assuming that Apple cannot pay their employees a living wage or chooses not to? And what does that say about Apple as a company? Yeah, this well, Apple isn't suggesting this. I know they don't have to suggest it. It doesn't matter where it comes from. If it becomes a thing, it's now an Apple thing, regardless of whether or not Apple wanted it to be a thing. Um, so, yeah, I think this totally plays into this being a tactic. And uh, ultimately, it's not going to happen. Uh, but the whole idea of of having tip economies, I find incredibly distasteful on so many levels. And um, if you look at the history, and I'm not going to get into politics because you said no politics, go look at the history of tipping in the United States. And, and it will become very clear to you very quickly why I find the tipping economy so incredibly distasteful. Um, just pay people what they're worth. Just do it. Jeff, that's a really interesting comment. Over the weekend, 
I had a situation where I was in a I, I was in a service situation, and and this is probably unkind of me, and so I'll just acknowledge that right up front. But the individual delivering the service was not delivering the service. I mean, like aggressively not delivering the service, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, and they want me to pay this person a, a a living wage for not doing their job. That's not very nice of me. I don't know what the circumstances were, but I have no reason to believe that the behavior I was observing was anything other than the norm for this individual. And yet, there they are. So, I totally get it, and uh, and that just what you experienced is part of the whole systemic issue with tipping, because now it becomes a punitive tool for customers to use against employees. Now, granted, uh, if you're getting crappy service, that needs to be addressed, and uh, and you should not get crappy service, and someone needs to make it right. Um, but man, I and that said, I'm always tipping at least twenty percent at restaurants because I part of my job as a as a diner in a restaurant is to supplement their income, and. Uh, and by God, I'm going to keep supplementing that income. But yeah, there, there are so many. Regardless of here. the level of service you get at that restaurant, if I if I'm getting incredibly poor service in the restaurant, I'm not going to address it with the tip. I'm I'm going to address it with the uh, the manager, with the staff, whoever's the appropriate person to address it with. Yeah, and it will get taken care of. At which point. It will be appropriate to leave a tip. It may not be for the person who started serving me, but it'll certainly be for the person that's actually taking care of me. And there <laughs> I am being part of the systemic problem of uh, of using tipping as a punitive uh, tool. And part of the issue, and I agree with you, part of the issue, especially in restaurants these days, especially what you would might call a, a family restaurant, to, just to give it a general name, um, the person who was taking your order is generally not the person who's bringing the food to you. Okay. Right. Um, and so, so there, there's a real dynamic uh, uh, in that too. But uh, the, the other question I have, and you talked about 20% and I I'm generally 20%. If I'm really happy, I'll go 25. Sure. Uh, and, uh, but I don't see me tipping $250 on a thousand dollar iPhone. I just don't I, see I'm it. with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and web, I will even go so far as uh, if I'm in a restaurant and they discount something, like there's a local restaurant that I go in and I order my meal and a beer and they'll, and they will give me my drink for free just because I'm a good customer and I'm not a jerk, I guess. Um, or they know it's going to keep me coming back in. Just give me free liquor. Um, I do the math and figure out what my bill would be had I paid for the drink. And then I do my 20% on that because I don't want to screw these employees out of, uh, out of part of their pay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. The, the, the people that are working in restaurants are, are very underpaid 
and uh, um, if I'm getting average to above average service, I'm I'm going to tip very well um, because it's not necessarily the person who who I'm paying. It's not necessarily his or her fault. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's. But I'm not going to pay a tip for my iPhone. Although generally I get those online and and they just get delivered to my office, so I'm not going to tip the UPS guy either. So, right, yeah, except at Christmas. I totally get it. Yeah, but I bet if you if uh, if you bought online with in store pickup, if the tipping was a thing when you went to pick up your phone, the expectation would be that you tip on them giving you the product you ordered online. If they bring it out to the car to me and have it already set up for me, then I'd probably consider tipping. But but if they're just going to hand me the box, thanks. Yeah. So, by the way, I, 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 I'm, I'm planning on taking you to a Kansas City barbecue restaurant, and I'll be tipping handsomely on your behalf. So, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I have family members that uh, that I know when we all go out to eat, I need to watch closely because they'll insist on paying the bill, but they don't tip or they tip horribly. And so I need to figure out what the bill is so that I can actually leave a tip and do it discreetly so that uh, that it doesn't create a scene. Yeah. Anyhow, I am so looking forward to when we go out and have barbecue together. We're going to have an epic time. Absolutely. I want to join you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, really. Jeff, you're, it's interesting, though, to hear you talk about tipping almost being weaponized um, against the server. The way I grew up, tipping was to you. You worked for a tip. You you tried to go the extra mile. You tried to earn the tip, as opposed to have it being a an expected thing. And mm-hmm. so, to hear you flip it around is really interesting. I've got to process that a little. I'm not quite. I I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm just not sure how I feel about that as opposed to having it expected and weaponized against the employee versus as an incentive for the employee to do a good job. The person I was talking about earlier over the weekend clearly was not working for, you know, much of anything. And and, and in my view, didn't deserve anything because not only were they not doing a good, a great job, they weren't doing, they weren't even doing a good job. So, you know, there, there are two different ways to slice it. I I agree with you. Um, I, I think our culture has shifted from what it was, which is what, okay. It has shifted from what it became, which was you work for the tip and then you're rewarded. And, uh, and now it's, the employer can get away with paying less because it's expected that you tip. And so we are just supplementing the employee's income without how, without the employer taking a hit on their pocketbook. Yes. I, I, based on uh, comments Jeff made in the chat, I just did a Google search of history of tipping in the United States. Uh, I won't say what I found, but I recommend it. It was pretty eye opening. I was not aware of, uh, some of the stuff that was in there. It's just horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Not surprised. So I, I, there are a lot of small kind of coffee sandwich shops switched to a model where there's no tippings. 
all the employees get paid more um, and they just stay at the top of their menu. Our menu prices are a little higher than you might expect, but there's no tipping and that's why. And, and that seems to work. I guess my other view on it is if you go into a place where there is tipping and they need the tipping to hit minimum wage, um, I feel like I'm going to eat or drink something. I'm not going in to be a manager. I don't want to be working trying to determine is this person doing what they're supposed to be doing or not doing. Um, I'm just going to eat and I want to make sure they get paid appropriately for my being able to go and have somebody else bring food out to me. If I don't like their service, I'm either not going to come back again or I'm going to talk to the manager about my experience and have them deal with it. Um, sort of a weird way of looking at it, but that's that's kind of how I try and adjust it. And I agree, Chuck. Yeah, it always used to be thought of as, you know, if the person's doing the work, give them extra money. It really, it doesn't work that way now. Economically, it doesn't work out that way. And and the 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 way it's set out, you 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 can't survive your shift if you don't get extra whether you do a good job or not i mean how many times has there been a screw up in the kitchen where the food is just terrible it's not the fault of the server the server can get it to you quickly everything else they come back they copy for the meal they copy for dessert they give you something else you get a bill that's six bucks but you know they did 75 dollars worth of of food to your table, I'm I'm gonna tip on on the full original value, not what I got comped because the kitchen screwed up. Yeah. Although I might not go back again. I'm not sure, but I think Eric just called me old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I mm-hmm. I spent a bunch of time talking to people who work as servers and bartenders and recently and there because i kind of would have been you know would have had your viewpoint not that long ago but in talking and hearing their experiences yeah you know it just either go to a spot that has higher prices and pays other people or just consider that part of going out to eat is to making sure that whoever's serving you gets paid well and if there's a problem you know, it gets handled a different way. It's a weird shifting of responsibility. I'm not particularly happy with it, but I I feel better at the end of the day. Not quite as guilty. Somebody's not, you know, going to be able to eat at the end of the night. Yeah, good point. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash Mac Voices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. 
With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting macvoices. Today's macvoices is supported by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices16 and use the code MacVoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Tired of the same old dinners? Stuck in a recipe rut? Take a bite out of something new with 40 recipes to choose from weekly. With options to please even the pickiest eaters, you'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy. Get farm-to-table quality with every HelloFresh box. HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavors in every bite. Sound expensive? Nah. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices16 and use the code MacVoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices16 and use the code MacVoices16 to score 16 free meals plus free shipping. Find out just how convenient and just plain good HelloFresh is. Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting this week's Mac Voices. And we're pretty much, we're out of time, but there's one I, I can't not bring up. Webb, just let's listen to them howl. Um, Elon Musk's boring company will now build a 65-mile tunnel network underneath Las Vegas. <laughs> this is news? He's been talking about this for years. Yeah, but, he just, but they, they finally Excuse got approval. It's just... It's officially it's now officially approved. Okay. <laughs> this is the most inefficient subway taxi hybrid I've ever seen. We'll see. I we'll took see. it. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it's it's cool and fun, but just call it what it is. This is a Disneyland ride for grown-ups in Vegas. Ah, oh, I get one it. among many. One among many. Right. And if you're going to do it, this is the place to do it. Yeah. But that Vegas desperately needs to connect the entire strip and, and, and to the airport. It just, never- you know, maybe if the taxi lobby hadn't uh, shot down all of the growth for the monorail, um, yeah. this wouldn't have been necessary. But you're right. They, they, there needs to be something that uh, more efficiently connects everything together. A lot of walking in the, the Vegas. I oh think God. it's going to be yeah. just interesting how this, you know, how this really plays out. I mean, Jeff, I, I see your point right now because we've, uh, well, I know David's done it. I've, I've done the, uh, the, the system that's under the convention center to move between halls yep. and it, and it works pretty darn well in, in spite of having a lot of traffic. Now that's a lot, lot smaller scale, and it's not automated yet, but if they can figure out a way to, to to take the Teslas to the next level in a closed environment like this, where you don't have to worry about everything that's going on out there in the world, 
then you know maybe they can make it work. I just I think it's going to be really really interesting to see. I I agree. Um, I have not bothered to do any research because ultimately whatever it's all good. Um, has anyone done uh, any research into figuring out what what uh, like uh, um, electric subway system under the convention center? And throughout the rest of the area, would cost compared to what uh, they're doing at the boring company. No, I've not. I mean, I I have no idea. I've not. No. So, I just wanted to listen to Jeff scream when we mentioned Elon Musk. <laughs> at least I laughed because you did. Because my my laughing part is. <laughs> I don't believe this will be completed. His track record? No. Well, but there are a lot of people that didn't <laughs> believe you would they would get he would get it done under uh, under the convention center or over to resort resorts world, David. So that that's true. true. You know, he did that. Uh, but everyone can have a fluke like that. Yeah. And just, uh, and maybe in a few years, uh, I'll, I'll be sitting here saying, wow, you pulled it off and it works really well. I, this is one of those things that I, I wish I could remember where I heard it, but I just heard it in the last couple of days. The, the percentage, and I'm not going to quote a percentage, but a high percentage of what makes it to orbit now is on SpaceX more than pretty much anybody else. Now you can check that and see if I'm right, see if I misheard it, but I don't think so because it really s- turned my head that SpaceX is doing that much. So take it just as food for thought. Hey, we're way over time. We're going to get out of here. Let folks know where you can they can find all of you. Um, this has been a really, really great discussion. Thank you all. I think everybody participated, and I, I, I love the fact that we ha- can have conflicting views and still laugh about things jeff um, i oh no i'm looking up the who's sending most into space not because i'm doubting you but because i'm genuinely interested in which companies actually are sending the most up and uh at least as of 2021 spacex was uh was leading the pack um anyhow yeah, I, 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 I just find that the the whole uh, commercial space flight market to be absolutely fascinating. No, I, I agree. I do Jeff. Too. Yeah, I agree. And and I that's why, frankly, I think a lot of us, and I'm guilty of that to some degree, think of it as just, you know, some of Elon's spectacular successes and failures in the reusable rockets and all. I had no idea that it had become that big a business, a routine business, if you will. Of course, a significant amount of the payloads are his own, you know, Starlink. I don't care mm-hmm. what they are. I don't care what they are. They're getting them up there. Well, I, I, I think that is a, you know, could be, you know, it, it's not irrelevant because, you know, that's not necessary. You know, it remains to be seen whether that's a money-making business or or just subsidizing the launches. But just the fact that they have the capability of moving that much stuff to orbit. They, yeah. They definitely That's have it. a lot of capability to move stuff to orbit. And, yeah. they, you know, they have, 
I think some of those uh, boosters have been launched 15 times now. Yeah. And they keep landing on those little floating pads. Holy crap. <laughs> That's my favorite part. A little stick flying down and landing on a target. I could watch that every day. I, I, agree. I agree. You feel like you're watching something out of a 1950s science fiction movie, and it's real. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, I found you an article from Ars Technica from uh, the end of December 2022 about uh, the companies launching the most. And that oh. number one was SpaceX. Uh, number two, United Launch Alliance, which doesn't surprise me because ULA launches a metric bucket load of stuff into space. So SpaceX or ULA, either one of those as number one wouldn't surprise me at this point. But SpaceX is the only one that's launched a human and been able to take a human into space. Um, yes. Okay. Um, I think predecessors of ULA have, essentially. No. no. SpaceX is the only one well, other than I NASA. Mean, they've made rockets that NASA use. Not for human spaceflight. Um, somebody made, like, Geminis and... That wasn't ULA. I think it was a predecessor company. U- okay, how about, was, uh, can I can I narrow it down to this century? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to continue this in After yeah, Dark. Folks. After Dark. Okay. You need to be there. Um, so I'm going to flip it around this time. Webb, uh, I'm going to give you first uh, first shot. Where can folks find you or connect with you? Well, I, I, I'm going to uh, push Jeff's buttons, and I can say that you can find me at WebBixby at Twitter.com. That doesn't push my buttons. I, I respect your your choice to hang out on a on a, a sadly sadly dying platform. And on Mastodon, it's at uh, uh, WebBixby at Twit.social. Thank you, Web. Jeez, sadly dying. I am sad it's dying. Mm. Jim Ray, you're not sadly dying. Where can folks find you? Sure I am. Well, I hope <laughs> not. You think I'm not going to? <laughs> it's 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 just oh. it's just timing, Chuck. Yeah. I, I can show you some numbers on that if you're interested. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, great web. Where Thanks. are we going here? Yeah, yeah really. It's going downhill fast. Jim, where can folks connect with you? So, so yeah, you can you can sadly not find me on Twitter or Blue Sky or Nostr. Um, but you can find me on the internet web at proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E, and on the Mastodon part of the interweb tubes at proviewjim at techhub.social. And everybody join Mastodon. It's great. Thank you, Jim. Jeff Gamut, I'll give you a tip if you'll tell us where folks can connect with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Now the pressure's on because if I don't do it, I'm going to get punished. Yeah. Um, okay. So wh- where you can find me when uh, when I'm not hanging out with Webb having awesome barbecue, at least in my mind for today, um, on the socials, I'm most active on Mastodon and Instagram, Jay Gamut on both. And then there's the long show list, starting with you letting me on every single week. Um, 
And then, uh, and then on uh, Thursdays, Dave keeps letting me on in touch with iOS. Then I'm still doing the interim host thing on the British Tech Network for the Big Show on Fridays and the Mac Show. No, Big Show on Thursdays, Mac Show on Fridays. And then Brian Chaffin and I are doing the Context Machine. And then other stuff happens along the way, too. Great. Good job, Jeff. Good job. Did Your I earn my tip? Your yes, your tip is um, <laughs> yes. your tip. Your tip is Sea Biscuit in the third race at Pimlico. Oh, great! You just gave me a fifty-year-old tip. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what the what the hell? Well, I didn't say it was going to be a good tip, but it, but it's a tip. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, this is part of the systemic problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to take Apple Pay? I can. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Eric Bolden, I'm hoping next week you'll show up with a different different flower, but <laughs> until then. Maybe a shooting star. That would be cool. There you uh, go. Yeah. But in the meantime, you can find me at EA Bolden at techhub.social on Mastodon, where there right. are other flower pictures occasionally. Mostly tech stuff, though. Okay. <laughs> hey, Eric. Nice diamond. The thing. <laughs> oh, oh boy. So Brian, we're going to give you a challenge. I want you to find for next week's show, a brighter shirt. All right. I'll see what I can do. Okay. It may, you may <laughs> have to plug it in, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where can folks connect with you? Uh, best place is probably on Mastodon. Uh, Brian eight, nine, four, four at uh, Mastodon.cloud. Uh, but I'm also on uh, Twitter, uh, also Brian8944. Good. Thanks so much for being here. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Last but absolutely not least, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, thanks so much for being here. Where can folks connect with you? Thanks for having me. You can find me at InTouchWithIOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. I am on YouTube at youtube.com slash in touch with I am on here on Tuesdays on the Mac show on the British tech network on Fridays, as well as I am on Macedon at Dave G 65 and Macedon.club. Thanks. Thank you, David. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We have this much fun every Tuesday night, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We'd love to have you join us and have as much fun, too. Uh, YouTube.com slash Mac Voices TV is where you can do that. We will see you next Tuesday. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.